Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Prepping Academy. I am Forrest. I got live in person. Live. That's usually how that works. Whenever you have someone, well, person, you could be. Live. I could be always, dead in person. You're here live in person. We have Kyle. There was that rumor circulating for a while though that you killed me. So like that's that was a thing. Yeah, we do have the the humps in the backyard. Humps in the backyard. That's, I told people I had to move from my other house because there were so many humps in the backyard. Oh, yeah. When you yeah. mow, it was just impossible. Yeah, hand flies up out the side <laughs> of the mower. No. But you're live here in the bug out retreat. Mm-hmm. Florida, yeah, and uh, um, Miami, Florida. Yeah, it's my yeah. bug out. The weather's so much nicer. Right on the beach, in North Carolina, right now. Yes. So here it's really cold and dreary and miserable. Yeah, and we just see beaches. Yeah. <laughs> so we survived the holidays. We did. We did survive. Yeah, I'm happy that's all over. And we're not going to talk about anything about the holidays. No, let's leave the holidays alone. Because we spent a lot of time with the family. Yeah. We'll just leave that. We are learning our lessons about talking about family. I am. am. It's called operational security. (laughs) It's called operation shut thy mouth. Yes. So now we're at New Year's. Hence why we're doing this early. Because it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. And there's usually a lot of drunk drivers. And I pretty much told you I wasn't going to drive at night. Yeah, and you said that, and I'm like, what? And I'm, and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, that's a, and there'll probably be more drunk drivers this year, than, oh, yeah. than any year ever. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I plan to go out and drink and drive later too. <laughs> Actually, I told you. No. I said, great, I can get started drinking and driving yeah. earlier. Yeah. No, I mean honestly though, it, it has gone up. I think there was not too far from me. There was a drunk driver the other day that went through someone's backyard and. Ran over their fire pit and stuff like that. And nice. Yeah. Well, Duke's a hazard style. <laughs> <laughs> Takes if, you way back, doesn't it? If someone drinks drives out here where I am, they just end up hitting a tree. Well, dude, there's so many curves <laughs> going through your neighborhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll hit a tree. Yeah. So we have coming up in what, six days? You talking about January 6th? Gen- yes, that would be six that, days. Okay. Yes. Yes. What do you think? Well, because we've we've been griping a lot yes. on the phone, back and forth. We talk almost every day. And yes, we're both. Pulling oh, wait our a second. Out. You do complain every time I call you. I, I always complain because usually he get he doesn't get good self signal in his house, so he has he actually has to go outside. And some and usually we don't talk until eleven. 
p.m. or no, it's like eleven thirty. Or okay, or afterwards. It's, yeah. it's usually around eleven. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you go, dude, I got to go in. I can't. I can't feel my hand. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's pretty cold out there. But literally, I mean, it's like if if the phone is sitting right beside me, and you call, and I'm in the house, I won't get anything. Right. Very very rarely. So I have to go outside. Because, I mean, you, you literally did that, I think, maybe like a week ago. You called and you called twice. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, where are you at? And yeah. I just called. And there wasn't even a missed call thing on my phone. Right. So, so in less than a week, Mike Pence will have the opportunity to literally throw this election away. Potentially. But I don't I think don't, he's going to do it. Yeah, I, I don't think... Most of us have faith in Pence. Mm-mm. I don't think most of us have faith in this this process, whatever is going on right now. Because here's part of the problem: we listen to, we've listened to what X twenty two, which I won't listen to anymore. No. I'm just going to be honest. His Mike, voice Mike Adams, me. Mike Adams. I do like listening to Mike mm-hmm. Adams. I, I feel like he doesn't speculate too much. We listen to Monkey Works, Monkey Works, and I listen to a plethora of other guys on YouTube. Uh, I listen to Stephen Bannon, which is one of my top people now. Uh, Doug Hagman, I still listen to. Mm-hmm. Steve Quayle. Uh, just th- there's there's an extensive list. I mean, we were talking one day. I think I listen to probably like four to six hours for the podcast, and alternative media every day. Just you know, while I'm doing other stuff and just right. That's crazy. I can never. But the thing much. of it is, it's like I kind of want to draw in and see what the consensus is. But everyone's so across the board, and I feel like they're all talking out of their ass, honestly. Hmm. You know, so it's that's the biggest frustration. I think you've said it as well. It's like, what's what's actually going on? Yeah, we want to know the truth. And I think it's, uh, and I told you just the other day, I'm like, dude, I am tired of listening to these guys. They don't know any more than we know. I mean, it's almost like they're entertainment and some of the things they make up. Yeah, the only, the only thing I will say that I have any confidence is, is the thing that you discuss with me. From your source. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that to me, I don't know if you want to share that. But right. That to me I do have feels... a source that's, that is on the inside. I mean, yeah. if there if there's a phone call with people, lawyers, and we'll say the, the group that Trump relies on, I have a friend in there. Yeah. And... He obviously thinks that Trump's going to win. No, and 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 he told and us so a that lot of means things. yeah, and that so that means that group believes that Trump is still going to win, and we're talking inner circle of like less than fifty people. Yeah, that, I mean that's how inner circle it is, and that gives me confidence because of what he had previously told you, and you verified him. We're I'm not yeah. speaking smoke. No. Grant. Yeah, no, no, yeah. by any means. Um, but what we knew as far as the virus, whenever it was getting started mm-hmm. this time, even last year, mm-hmm. that said, I think with all the frustrations people have and everything that's coming to light, I think 2021 is a really great year to do something for our stress levels. And that is unsubscribe block disenfranchise. I thought people. you were going to say grow marijuana. No, no that's <laughs> okay. not what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. But the people who keep preaching these things and coming out and making all these like super outrageous claims, like I heard, I'm, we were just talking before this. 
I'm hearing one now that someone's saying January 6th, Jeffrey Epstein's going to come up and he's going to point out the House and Congress members and, you know, everything and say, like, they, oh, they say he's, he's still alive. He's a pedophile, you know. Did Lynn Wood say he was still alive? Yes. See, Lynn Wood is, that's an inner circle guy there. But I'm like, okay, if it doesn't happen. Right. Then it was a lot. Then we're done. He also today said Roberts um, adopted two children from Jeffrey's Yeah, ring. illegally. Yeah. I think I looked it up. I think it's Jack and Josie or Jack something. Jack and Jill. Something like that. That's that's their names. But he does have two adopted children. From Wales, I think. Yeah. And, and, and who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But that came out from Lynn as well. But Lynn usually doesn't throw crap out there. But maybe he's starting to. It I is a with, he, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think with 2020, there's so many people that have lost all sense of reality. And they're just shooting out nonsense left and right. Going forward, any patriots, preppers, whatever you want to call yourself, if stuff that people are saying does not come to fruition, like if someone says something, oh like, yeah, we talked about this, like a guy like Dana Coverstone, the, mm-hmm. the one pastor, I think it was Kentucky that was coming out. You know, he made some statements that he felt things were going to happen on December eighteenth. I think that's the only mistake he made was saying that day. Other than that, he was just saying, "Here's dreams that I had that right, may okay. or may not mean things." I remember years ago, there was a guy I listened to that he had a vision of the tsunami in Japan and he had a YouTube channel, ended up having a huge following. Then he fell away because he started making a bunch of other outrageous claims. Things didn't happen. His life just fell apart. Year later, he came back and he apologized for everything, said he understood what he did. He made a mistake and cool. But these people who are doing it now, it's, it's, it's gaslighting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and I told we had this conversation maybe a week ago. I said, listen, if these people that we're listening to and the stuff that they're predicting or saying doesn't come to pass, we need to stone them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to start there and say. I mean, not physically stone them, but in a sense, get rid of them and de-platform them, platform them if we can. Anything yeah. we can do. Because whatever's going on right now, it's really obvious to us, which should be obvious to everybody, that America has been corrupted from within. A lot of that goes back, I mean, I know from my own studies, my own things over the years, Russians, back in the 1950s, they started talking about how they were going mm-hmm. to demoralize America, introduce drugs, get rid of Christianity, get into our public school systems. It's communism. Now you have the Chinese doing it. We have huge lists of companies that take Chinese money, and they're basically Chinese-owned now. And congressmen. And congressmen. And news media outlets. Mm-hmm. And I would say that if any news media outlet, if any company, even if it's Pepsi and they're delicious, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always been more a Pepsi guy than a card, but mm-hmm. I, I might, I, I'll just go ahead. It's just a delicious word. Yes. I don't say very often. Just, um but I think we just need to stop. That's the power that we have as the American mm-hmm. people, and especially whenever it comes to social media platforms. A guy like Jack Dorsey. You know what? We take away his power right, by hitting delete. Mm-hmm. One American at a time. Right. And the same thing goes for all these guys. I mean, like, there's YouTubers. I've started unsubscribing. I mean, one in particular, I've casually known the guy for years and quite frankly 2020 i've just seen him go a little crazy and i just said you know what i'm kind of done with that 
would it be bad to refer? I mean, he's taught. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. He, I consider him a friend yeah. and we talk, we've done, we've speaking engagements together and he's been talking about little green men. Yeah. I think he's getting back to normal now, but I, I don't Look, know. I understand. It was kind of weird. Some weird videos he produced. I've been in the prepping world mm-hmm. for a long time. And I used to criticize guys 10 years ago for chest thumping. And to me, it's like whenever, whenever you see, and this is, this is proven when you see men chest thump and when you see men yell and get like really obnoxiously just outspoken, it's usually low T. You, you, you mean like Alex Jones? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to go down some crazy conspiracy theories, like some just unbelievable, because if you put all the people we were saying together, that there, there's the monkey works, there's Mike Adams is probably the better one, but X-22 and some of these other guys, I mean, they're arresting people right now, putting them in Gitmo, and there's, they're tracking the planes down there. And they're just disappearing. All these actors and actresses yeah. and congressmen. Like Gina Haspel's down there. She's being waterboarded as we speak. Like, I'm sorry. Come January 6th, by January 20th, I'll even give them an extra month. And right. Say, if, if I don't see any evidence of this, right. you're done. You're mm-hmm. full of crap. You're, you're just. And the thing is, everything they're saying, we hope is true. Yeah. And it's like they're playing to what we. We hope is going on, and then what? What? Are they, how do they respond when? Well, if none of that comes to pass, oh, they—they're keeping it under wraps. Hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. The problem I'm having is, is they're creating a false sense of hope for right. peppers. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that are, they started doing stuff back in March, whenever everything started to lock down. They're like, oh, holy crap, I got to get out there. I need guns. I need food. Mm-hmm. We've seen record gun sales across America. You, st- you can barely get ammo anymore. And now you just have this sense of complacency. Like, oh, well, they're doing these raids and they have everybody locked up. And Joe Biden's walking around with an ankle bracelet. Right. Yep. And if none and of that's so is Hillary. Yeah. If none of it's true, mm-hmm. they have set people back months and months and months that they should have been actively right. preparing for what's still really happening. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. 
So the conspiracy theories. So I just don't understand their motive because they're they're getting watches on YouTube, but it's going to end. Their 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 life's going to end on YouTube. Yeah. Well, well some of them's already it, been banned. And as it should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, some of the guys I would say, like, if you're being banned because you pointed out that there was election fraud, okay. There are multiple sources, and you can see that's being proven in the court right. system. Mm -hmm. That I feel bad for. But if you're going to tell me that such and such has been, you know, abducted and they're on a flight here, right? Going on, like there have been strange things going on. We know verifiably that there was like 50, 60 planes that went out to Nellis Air Force Base mm -hmm. and a bunch well, of military we, activity. But after the fact, we found out that was a pre-planned exercise. Did you know that? No, I see. I didn't even heard that. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was already planned exercise, and some of the guys one, at Monkey Works even finally said, "Hey, I got uh, a note today from one of my guys, and this is a was a pre plan. This is what they're doing." And but when he was reporting on it, he was like, "They're setting up, you know, a, a camp or a oh, forward the, base." Yeah, FOB. Yeah, and um, and it wasn't the case, but he did come back on that and but he hasn't come back with, from the gitmo taking everyone down to yeah. guantanamo bay and the prisoners even that lady even just yesterday he said that lady jeff jeffrey um epstein's the madam, madam is in i think the azores i don't know you know where the azores are there it's in the middle of the ocean it's like a portugal island yeah it's, it's i mean i've been there before because when you go to in a c-130 you can't make it all the way over you either have to go there or Iceland or Greenland to get over to England or wherever you're going. But we, it's a tiny little island, and he's showing photos of the prison and how many U.S. planes are going in there that, you know. And I'm like, okay, you may be right, but I, I don't know. I mean, why, why is that important that she's there? You know what I mean? She's yeah. in jail, and she was denied bond. She's going to, I mean... I mean, we know they take people to black sites. Yes. They have black sites all across, even within the states. Hey, let's don't get racist. <laughs> just lost 50 subscribers. I, uh, just, no. But they're the black ops. I mean, black, yeah, yeah they, they're underground or they're not known about. Yes. Well, it's the, the important part is this international water, so they can get away with certain things. Yeah. Like, uh, allegedly, Gina has pulled up mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. so I, I think in Gitmo, isn't it? Uh, Technically. Yeah. yeah. It's on... Out of United States territory, yeah, but I think we can agree. Mm -hmm. Just unsubscribe, kick some people to the curb, and say enough is enough. Now, and I'll be honest with you, like I'm even doing this with some pastors that they put information out there. There's like you know I'm just I'm kind of done with crap. I well, I found okay because of this, I have my the pastors I listen to have completely changed. If your church isn't open, I'll never listen to you again. And and if and one of my favorite pastors that I listen to is uh, McCartney. Jim, was it McCartney? What's his name out in California? Paul. No, not Paul no. McCartney. <laughs> um, John. And the other one is in in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Loran Livingston. Mm -hmm. And all other ones I'm not even listening to because these guys are preaching the truth and. They're against the lockdown. They're they think it's more important for God's doors to be open. It's more important for someone to get saved and go to heaven, even if they end up dying from COVID virus. No, but I like yeah. that. But 
But you we started talking about elections. So if you guys haven't been in the know, there is major election fraud and there's proof coming out every day. Yeah. So if you're listening to the network news, ABC, CBS, and seeing all them, they are literally suppressing the news like oh, they've done 100%. before. I think one of the reasons being is because it proves our judicial system on every level is broken. Right. But what it also proves is, I mean, well, it makes a case. There is election fraud. Yesterday, they showed live video of these machines how they could be anyone could go in there and change the codes and the, and they were connected to the Wi-Fi. They, sh they weren't supposed to be, you could connect to it through USB and that was supposed to be turned off. All these things were broken. And this was a, somewhere in, was it Cobb County? Yeah. Cobb County, Georgia. And anyone, any idiot could have put a thumb, thumb drive in there, hit a button and change the calculations. Or you could connect to it, like we said, through the internet, and you could extract it, change it, exactly. reinsert it. Mm -hmm. That was that. And I mean, it's almost kind of what happened, basically, that night. Yeah, they shut down. I well, know I okay. literally went to bed November 3rd, and Trump was winning in swing states by hundreds of thousands of votes. And you wake up the next morning, and suddenly there's miraculous. And we know also just for Biden. in Georgia, they told all the poll workers to go home. And what did they they brought these suitcases out from underneath the table and started counting ballots. I forget where it was, but I even read that there was one where they actually brought in officers with Dominion officials trying to intimidate poll watchers, hmm. threatening them with arrest. And it's like that, that, that's constitutionally what right. you're supposed to be there for us to watch these polls. But I mean, in one state, they did throw out 200,000 votes. What state was that? Do you know? Was that? Wisconsin or Michigan? Or it's Pitt? probably more likely Wisconsin. I feel like Wisconsin, there's better standing for the election fraud than there is in Michigan. So I feel like Michigan looked at it and threw it out. But that's Detroit. I mean, yeah. But which I hate to say it, but this really shows the hypocrisy and the level of deception mm -hmm. in the Democrat run cities within the party itself. Right. That's the truth for sure. Now, one of the good things is, and I did read this with uh, Mike Adams, is he's saying that Senator Josh Hawley is the one now saying that he's going to object to any electors from fraudulent swing states. Um, I guess there's two other senators, now making it three, and they're saying approximately overall there's going to be about 100 GOP lawmakers that are going to object to the election. But that's not enough. I, I listened to a guy today, and he just he he says the problem right now is the Democrats house is too powerful that he on even Stephen Bannon, that he doesn't think that anything's going to happen. Now, of course, Stephen thinks that Trump's going to be president. Yeah. Personally, I think that what this is all doing is going to be showing the complete failure in the legal system and with the judges across the country. And I think it's going to make a, case to go ahead and just declare the instruction or limited martial law. And, and it, you know, so as the, much as I've always said, I would never want those things. I didn't want them under the previous president because his agenda, but now your guy were obvious, right? So the insurrection act, you, what exactly is that? Do you know? Oh, 
I'm not trying to put I, you on the spot. I've listened to people talk about it so much over the past two weeks. I think that's where the the president and the military take control of the United States. They the military can go in without subpoena power mm-hmm. and grab voting machines and voting every, grab everything as evidence. And it's it would they're trying people and actions on if I'm not if I'm not mistaken on treason, yeah. And so they don't go through the court system. They don't go no, through the house, the judicial system, government. or the legislation, legislators. They don't. They just it's, it's totally military. And I think isn't it Pence that can call that, or is that or Trump has to call that? I'm pretty sure Trump. Trump. And who knows what Pence is going to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I did see because a lot of people were saying that he was going to just declare everything legitimate and then flee the country. He was planning to leave, I think, the sixth or seventh to go over to Israel. Now he canceled that. Him. Yes. So hopefully. And we talked last night. I told you that um, Pence is for Pence. Let's let's say that I'm Pence. Call, if you call me VP, that'd be great. <laughs> so I guess that makes me drunk. Yeah. So if I'm Pence, I have two options here. One is. I can do nothing. If I do nothing, Biden wins, and then Trump is going to run the next election. So I'm Pence. I want to be president one day. It's clearly been known that he wants to be president. And in his circle, has it's mm-hmm. kind of said that. So if I do nothing, Biden wins, Trump's going to run again the next election. So it's eight years before I can run. If I... Um, do um, do what he's supposed to do, which is say the well, I forgot the act. The act, what they call that, on which, the six. No, oh, and I he heard. says that no and board or whatever. Yeah, if he does that, and then Trump becomes president, then in four years I can run as president. Or he could just pull Lyndon B. Johnson and just have Trump, you know, JFK. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, there. And that's another thing. I keep hearing all this stuff that Trump's going to declassify JFK files. He's going to declassify, you know, UFO files and all this other stuff. He's just going to declassify everything. He ain't going to do jack. People that say this stuff, just just shut up. That's a Q. Now, I'm not, I don't, I don't listen to Q. Are you a Q? No, QAnon? I've never been. I know that X22 talks about him a lot, but. That's that's probably why his voice kills me. Mm hmm. Hey guys! Hello. Yeah, I can't. I can't, I can't I, even do it. I, I know. In the be- I mean, I did listen to him faithfully for a month, and then finally, I'm like, dude, to listen to him. I just, I can't. It, there, there's certain ones that I know we have our little spiel, and we don't really stay consistent. But there's some people I listen to, like Paul Begley, and that man needs to stop having caffeine. He just, he needs to take it down about twenty notches. I just. Mm. So with that, so the only hope I have is all the, I mean, Biden is going to be president. I have a little hope from my inside person that he truly believes Trump is going to be. And I, and I want to believe that. And I want, I mean, that's hope. So the question is this, let's, I mean, if, if Trump becomes president, all hell is going to break loose. But. At the same point, if Biden becomes president, all hell is going to break loose. So, what in preparedness? What would you What would you do if Trump? I mean, 
there, is it the same preparedness that we have to get ourselves ready for? Here's, here's the first thing I would consider. If we're looking at everything at face value, and this has been a coup, which I personally believe it has been whenever you look at right. the fraud. I believe that. When you look at the Iranian, the Russian, the Chinese, the Venezuelan involvement. What just happened not too long ago? There was another coup that happened in a faraway land that another agency, another alphabet agency was involved in. Was Ukraine. Ukraine? Oh, oh, yes. What happens whenever you experience those, whenever one of our lovely alphabet agencies undermines another side? They target them, right? So if, if our guy wins, the left is going to be targeted. So people who were responsible for voter fraud, I think even down to the everyday citizens who work in polling places and participated in intimidation and changing votes, I think they're going to be gone after. I think your average run-of-the-day ignorant Democrat who hasn't done anything but just voted mm -hmm. for Biden because they believed in whatever crap he was selling, they're going to be fine. But if you were a criminal, you're going to be gone after. And you think Trump will do that? I do. Okay. I, I think he has to. We're at a point now in our nation's history where if we do not get rid of the rot mm -hmm. in four years, it's going to come right back. I, I, I agree it's they i mean is breaking the constitution and trying to change an election outcome is that considered treason yes i think so too yeah i think we're we're at a point and people might hate it for a minute but if you look at how corrupt these democrats have been mm -hmm. the money that they've taken from other nations and if you want to sit here and tell me oh you're just this great humanitarian democrat right but you're going to allow chinese politics to come into the united states mm -hmm. china Right. With all of their humanitarian crisis and their poor treatment of everybody. And we're going to let them come in and say how we should run our nation. Those people to me, those corrupt people mm -hmm. should suffer a firing squad. Even, even the Sally Joe that worked at a polling place that maybe ran a ballot through 30 times extra. Yes. Even that person needs to be punished. That is yeah. still a treason treasonous yeah act yeah i'm i'm 100% okay with that because again if you know your history you know that world wars hunger games no no hunger games was a movie for us no no we should put them and have a hunger oh, yeah well, that's actually what i'd like to do with the politicians <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's actually what i'd like to do with them but you know that democide has killed more people than all the world wars combined mm -hmm. And if we allow communism to take root in America, right. and we see if you cannot exponentially see the end game for where this is going. Mm -hmm. If you push it another four years down the road, it's going to come right back and it's going to be even worse. Speaking of that, why is it that congressman from California? Why is he still a congressman? I mean, th the evidence is clear that he was he had a spy. The spy even put people in his in his in his office. Here's, here's another good question for you. Why is it the bank of America can come out and say that there was $2 billion of unemployment fraud in California alone, over 640,000 mm. bank accounts. I'm sorry. At this point, if California falls into the ocean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Why can't they track that and just start? They, they've ceased. I think half of those. Okay. They've frozen those accounts, but that's affected 
every American. I can't wait to get my government check. I mean, you know, are we I, getting one? I doubt we'll get if, one. If we do, ours will probably get lost in the mail. Well, or if we qualify. Because I make so much money, yeah, it's I crazy. I like your your hundred dollar vest you're wearing today, by the way. Or you like? It's a shame you can't get the camera to work so we can see that. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of no camera. Actually, I can just be myself. With I got my long johns underneath yeah, the t shirt. You did not care today. You were just like, yeah, I rolled yeah. out of bed. I still got my long johns on. Are those the ones with the flap for the trapper? No, 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 no. no. These are the ones that that I recommended. Yeah, you did, and they're warm. So I will say. There's a few things that I know, like I know outdoor apparel, and I told you, and get merino right. wool. Get a yes. merino yeah. wool base mm -hmm. layer, and I was right, wasn't I? Yeah, they, they feel great. And I've been taking them off in like 10 days. No, yeah, that's not. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's eight. Eight no, days. No, no kidding. Eight days, yeah. So, <laughs> dude, back to what we were saying as far as prepping. It so doesn't it, matter who... It matters, but grand scheme, there's going something is going to pop off. Mm -hmm. The riots, the protests, everything has died off. We know that on January 6th, they're saying that armed militia, and I've, I've seen this, it's no joke, there are caravans building across the country, starting right now on the West Coast and building up in the Midwest, and there are going to be thousands upon thousands of armed patriots going to D.C. And they're basically saying, hey, if they see us in a caravan and they try and stop us, we're not stopping. We're going through. No one pull over. Now, speaking of that, I'm going to, it's a little sidetrack that some of these people we were listening to were saying that Trump was going to deputize people in the militia. To, to, oh, yeah. To go after. To go after. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that, a, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Almost like a, 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 a you can shoot to kill. Like, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that wouldn't. Way. I wouldn't say that that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I mean, some of the conspiracy theories. So if 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 Trump wins, I think there's going to be mass. I think that there's going to be mass rioting, protests. But I also think that the military will come in and snuff it out like uh, never see, I'm before. Gonna, I'm going to take that a step further. Okay, if Trump wins. Since Obama's administration, there has been news stories out there where the FBI has seen, and granted, that's how much you want to trust them. Armed militant groups have grown across the U.S., and they have not been, despite what the media wants to say, conservative. They have been liberals that have been receiving weapons from other nations that have come in in shipping ports mm -hmm. that they were well aware of. I think twice this year we caught... AR lower parts, I think, coming in from China, and, and so, then full auto sears coming in. And they said the full auto sears, there was like 50,000 of them coming in, and China was specifying that they were to go to BLM Antifa. Mm. They're trying to supply them to cause disruption. The same way, like I was saying earlier, with Ukraine, the CIA did there. Mm. These, these groups are trying to undermine us as a nation, and if they cause any sort of civil unrest, civil war, long game, that still benefits our enemies because for years, despite what anyone wants to believe back is, I will say even as late as like the eighties and nineties, China and Russia were still game planning how they could attack America without really having to go in, break us down and then just separate us. I forget the names of the generals, but there were two generals that came out and longstanding said, and I know Steve Quayle has talked about this numerous times. China has a treaty with Russia. 
to take everything from the West Coast up to the Mississippi, and Russia will take everything from the East Coast up to the Mississippi. And to me, and, and I know we briefly talked about this, to me that feels like a biblical prophecy because I know there is a scripture in there that talks about two angels with scythes, and you look at the communist symbol and having the scythe and the hammer, and it talks about them attacking a nation in the end. And I still very much feel like that could be us. But I'll go into all that on a, a deeper point another day. Okay. Yeah, let's don't get on. So what if Biden wins? It's just going to – we're going to sucky mode? I think if Biden wins, I think they're going to do everything in their power to go after conservatives. And I think – Based on what his, I guess, his COVID czar, his COVID administrator or whatever is saying now, they keep talking about genome surveillance. And I know you'll say it's conspiracy theory. Yeah. But we well, I'm not saying it doesn't theory. work, but I'm just saying that would never go across. That's what they say. But what happens whenever they pass a law, even if the law is unjust, if they pass a mm-hmm. law and they say you must have the COVID 2.0, because we already know that these vaccines that are out there right now, there's over 5,000 reported severe interactions with it. There's multiple people who have died. And there are people who have gotten it. After they got the, yeah, the vaccination. Yeah, they still got COVID. So yeah. it's, it's crap. And I know, and I'm saying this from someone, I'm not going to say I'm extremely in the know, but my, my brother knows this sort of stuff. And I think you're a 5G guy, aren't you? Let's yes. just get down oh, to absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. But DARPA has had the technology. They've been working on it since, I think, 2014, and they were trying to roll it out with vaccines this year. It will be ready for next year. Hmm. And I've, I've been hearing that for two years now, that there would be a disease. I know you always talk about that, and I'm like... And they would put that out there. I don't... Yeah. I hope you're... Well, I believe what you're saying is true. I just don't think even the, the liberal Democrat people will, will go for it. I think... I think more that Biden will come after a gun. I think in all honesty, if I'm if I'm being really blunt, twenty twenty is going to pale in comparison to the next year or the next four years. Well, that's my book. I think the Deagle report talking about two hundred million Americans being dead, mm-hmm. I think is conservative. I think if Do you they look, still stand by that? They do. They do. And a lot of it they tried to say, well, we believe people are going to migrate. Like, oh, okay, you're going to lose 200 million people in America. If you don't mind, remind us what that report is. That report is a third-party think tank that is essentially comprised of and paid by the Pentagon, at least from what they say, one of my mm-hmm. best understanding of it. And they have a general, I, I guess, general numbers that go over GDPs and populations, stuff like that. For the next 5, 10, 15 years. And it's probably about I don't know, six, seven years ago, maybe they came out with that report. And they still stick by. They even have a disclaimer up on their site. And 200 million people will be gone from the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was Mike Adams. It may have been someone else. But there was an article I read that was making a case for agrarianism in America. And how when we went through the Great Depression, 80% of people were farmers. Now you have the exact opposite where right. 80% of people are consumers and you have a very small agrarian population and saying that those people who cannot grow for themselves, well, 
probably going to starve to death. Mm-hmm. And that makes perfect sense to me. And that sort of thing would also happen in case of an EMP, solar flare, Carrington event. Mm-hmm. And then you still have civil unrest. And I just read today, I know Ice Age Farmer, well, one of the few that I'll actually say I really like is he goes based off of facts, not just a bunch of political hype. I like Ace. He's not. I like Ice Age Farmer. Yeah. I tried to get him on my podcast, on our show. Did he say only if Kyle does it? Well, he. I, I've never seen him on another show. And I guess he gets so many emails. He, he maybe I'm. We're There's still, a lot of these guys who get so many emails. It's yeah. just it's pathetic trying to get a hold of them. Like I would love to do one with um, Stephen Bendenoon, but I've emailed him probably a dozen times, and I can never get through. I even tried his Twitter. So what we need is the people that listen to just share it with everyone, so we become so big and popular that they could not refuse to be yes. on our show. Yeah. All oh, that reminds us: subscribe, like us. Yes. Yeah. Five stars. If you give us four, we will hunt you down. Not really. We don't have that technology. Oh. No. It would be cool if we did. No. Oh, no. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm too lazy for that, honestly. <laughs> Show up at someone's door at 11 p.m. Why'd you give us two stars? Dude. No, but what were we even talking about? You made me lose my train of thought. Talking about agrarianism. I was sounding all intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, he just brought it back down. Well, you we were talking about Ice Age Farmer and some of the things he was saying about... Oh, he was talking about pigs and chickens. The UK is now trying to go after them because they're saying that COVID can spread through them. With the bird flu, now there's COVID. And so, and, there, and there's a move within the food industry to get us to eat plant-based and insect-based food. Oh, there has been for years. The UN's been talking about that since I think I was a kid. And away from meat. Yeah. Because cows flagellant. Flatulence, yeah. Which I is I don't care. Greenhouse. I really I don't, I don't care either. Yeah. Um it, it's just they're using all these things to fear monger the tyranny, the tyranny, the totalitarian idealism. And you know, you look at the financial stuff as well. And I mean I know a lot of people, probably people who watch us, I've even gotten some some comments on pie, like, Hey, are you going to sell all of your XRP? Mm-hmm. Because now we see the SEC is not just going after ripple and XRP. They're going after Coinbase. They're going after XLM, several other ones. I can't remember their names because they're crap coins, but now they're trying to sue and say that, you know, these people have just been collecting billions and billions of dollars. And it's all fraud and nonsense. That's not, that cannot happen. They're not going to toss away billions of dollars. And the reality is, and I, I would still stick by it, it's not financial advice, it's what I have researched, it's what I feel comfortable with, but I still feel very confident in XRP and Ripple because of the, the systems that they have and the right. amount of use. So we're talking about digital currency like Bitcoin, and it's a good time to throw in a commercial. So there is a there is a currency that's being birthed over time birth is such an ugly word though well okay it's being created there we go okay create it and me and you are participating in this creation of a brand new coin it's a brand new currency like a bitcoin and it's called pi pi mm-hmm. and it's purple and gold i guess if you look for the icon but if you sign up so Kyle we have teams and the more people i have on my team the more pie I earn and the more pie you earn. We're kind of a competition, I would say, because 
You have a lot of followers. I did pick up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I'm. I'm only at only at seventy one. Only. It's at seventy one. And I'm only at thirty two. Thirty two. But my goal is to at least get up like maybe like a hundred. Right. Mine's three hundred. I don't know. So if you join, Kyle, I'll let you give yours first. Right, Do you so know you, it? Because last yes, time you gave no, it wrong. Okay. No, I gave it right. People heard wrong. Okay. Think, so you so when you sign up, it will ask you if there's a refer you someone referred you. Yeah. Mine's Kyle K Y L E eight one two eight three. That's my birthday if you want to send me birthday presents too. Okay. Say it again. I'll try to do it three times. Yeah, just do it again. It's Kyle eight one two eight three. Mine is Garvin, G-A-R-V-I-N. That's all. Garvin. Yeah, see, yours is a lot easier. I should have just made yeah. something like Nancy Boy. <laughs> Slap the. <laughs> uh, but no. you can join, and what you do is you mine, in a sense. Uh, you use small amounts of resources off your phone. Very it's small. Negligible. You won't even notice, like your phone glitch or act slow or anything like that. Security's great. They use Yodi for biometric confirmation if you want to use mm-hmm. that. Um, but essentially you just click it once a day, you mine all day and you continue to build this up. And once it starts to actually go public or IPO, then we start to have an idea of what it could be worth. Um, but we so, have no idea what it's going to be worth now. We're just earning pie coins. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard some people say it could be worth eight cents. I've heard some people say it could be worth a hundred dollars. I, I sent you a report. This guy said 80 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, Hey, if I have, you know, a thousand in there, Nice. I mean, it will be taxed because of the laws that changes. Yep. This past year. But so that's but- PI, PI. And it's um, some Stanford, it's like professors at Stanford and is it Harvard or another I school? Don't know. It's a bunch of nerds. Bunch that's of nerds, professors that are engineers that have put this together. So, you know, blockchain, all that kind of stuff. But we, Kyle and I, have been investing and researching cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. And We've been in and out. We've, you know, we've, um, and it's it's interesting. Yeah, I and mean, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. There's, yeah, there's been some some gains. And At some one point, I and... tripled my money in one of my investments. Yep. Same, and then I sold and rebought, mm-hmm. and bought the dip, and made some, you know got a little bit more, and now it's down. But there again, I'm still feel fine with it. Right. I mean, back during what was it? The lockdowns, March 13th, it dropped down to 11 cents. Right. It's. So we're we're in for the we are in for the long haul. Yes, on most of them. Is, is it hodl? That's what they call it. That's no, a hold. Is hodl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Called, you know. Okay. Yeah. Or is or was Christopher Green say middle? Yeah. He's trying to build yeah. his island out in the middle of Hawaii. Yeah. You know, or a volcano. I don't know. That's crazy. So so we do. You know, we need to do a show on that. Even though we're not experts yet. You know, I would love to have him on. Yeah, he kind of drives me nuts, but he is good. He, he's, he knows his stuff. He, he, knows, he makes his money. Yes. He's very wealthy man. Yeah. Although I don't like the new Corvette. I, I prefer the Maserati. Yeah. But, so, gosh, we follow way too many people. I mean, if you listen to – we we just don't sit on YouTube and podcast and listen. We we work yeah. and we do stuff. Yeah. You go to bed listening to, to I stuff. Like Steve Quill puts me asleep really that's really awkward. I wish we would have gotten to go, and I know it was during the lockdowns. I think it was this past April, but they had something going on up in uh, 
God, what was it? Was it Hickory? I messaged you about. They were going to have like Steve Quayle and Hagman oh, and a bunch yeah, of guys yeah, yeah. that were we, going there. And you, I think you asked me to go, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to I think I was traveling to Chicago. Maybe. I was traveling a lot, like every could. other week. Yeah. It's, it's those small things in life. I mean, like now they're not going to have anything for New Year's. Mm hmm. You're just going to sit in front of your TV. All Honestly, my wife falls asleep at 930 anyway. Yeah, I typically fall asleep. And I just stay up working on PrepperNet stuff. Yeah. So what, how we're much, tonight, how, how long have we been doing this? We've been, it's, we're at 46 minutes. Okay. So we still got 14 I mean, minutes. So tonight, are they even going to have fireworks at places? They're going to have fireworks over empty streets. They said, mm. you know, people will. We can get our guns out and shoot them for practice. No, like we can't do that. Oh, well, you can. I can't. Oh yeah, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. They I have can. those devices that allegedly detect. Oh yeah. The Throughout Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that out and, there. You know, besides, I lost all my guns in that voting accident. I heard about that. Yeah, you know, I was. I've been looking for them guns. It's a damn shame. I'm starting a gun recovery company. Yeah, I mean, you, you it's a boat with lake. a magnet. Yeah. Go out to the lake. I'm sure you'll find a few. Probably. Nice I haven't found a one. <laughs> really? Yeah. The only one I found was used in a murder, you oh, know, yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, but was that yours? <laughs> no, mine. I left mine in South Carolina. I mean, no. I think that uh, I would recommend everyone because you brought Ice Age Farmer up. Yeah. There is a food shortage in the world right now. Now we're not seeing it. Because we're going to see it last, but other nations and even countries, China, is they're buying every all the food they can right now. Now the Argentinian strike with soybeans finally ended. Okay, that, that does change things a little bit, um, but still, I mean, we had what was it a few weeks ago? We had that that farm the last two hundred and fifty thousand hens. Oh yeah, a huge fire just wiped out. I thought it was more than, I thought it was like 3 million. No, I think that's for the year. Okay. Okay. So we, we thought there was going to be a chicken egg problem, but. Well, it, it's not just this year. I don't think a lot of people understand between, you know, farm fires, storage facility fires, uh, the ratio, corn, soy, you know, being affected by those things, flooding from last year, fish die-offs, bird die-offs. I mean, it, it's it's a progressive thing that's continuing, mm -hmm. and whether it's intentional or not. And, and I'll speak from experience. I know that I used to work with the young lady. She had family down in uh, Venezuela. And I know whenever they were going through some political unrest, her father actually owned a grocery chain. And they actually went to the warehouses, sent the military to the warehouses, and actually locked them up for months to allow the food in those warehouses to spoil, to create more panic with people and to basically cut the supply so that they would control the food flow. So that's why you start seeing, you know, things where people are waiting, you know, in miles long, you know, food lines. You want to tell everyone about your Apple watch? You seem to be really, I did get an Apple watch. You seem to be really obsessed with that. I'm not sure if I like it because I'm a big privacy kind of guy. But now but you know everywhere I, you this is just a 30 minute segment on this. So why I got an Apple 30 watch. Segment? 30, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Why I got an Apple watch. I can leave my phone at home and go out with my family and I'm really, I'm connected. Uh -huh. I'm not going to take a phone call, but I can see someone called. I'm not going to reply to a message, but I can see that someone sent me a message. So I'm really connected, but still 
informed. And, and I can make calls from my watch like Dick Tracy. So if it's an emergency, I can walk out and, and make a phone call. But it really, I'm really, it did, I think it's going to give me more freedom to have the watch and not take my phone. I think it would be a lot cooler if Apple came up with the Apple shoe. So it could be like get smart. So you can take your shoe off and you Dude. can talk. Now, this is like the third time I've heard the Dick Tracy comment. The Dick Tracy. Like 24 hours. Actually, you were the first person I called. I was. On my watch. Plausible. You didn't even know I was on my watch. Until I told no. you. No. Yeah. So it's going to allow me to disconnect and not have this computer, even though my phone is a computer, with me everywhere I go and respond and have to read all the headlines. Pressure. The pressures. It's just going to be more freedom. You're just going to feel less stress. More zen. More zen. Okay. That's going to be that's, okay. that's your New Year's resolution. More zen. So one thing that the Ice Age Farmer has is a map. Have you heard about this? No. So Ice Age Farmer has a map that oh, you can go to. Disasters. Yes, all the disasters this, yes. around the world. And it is amazing how many disasters have happened to the food supply, the 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 processing plants, the transportation. I mean, it's just it's like never before. It's like in a full assault on food. Let me ask you this. If you were just starting to prep today. I would buy this book that Forrest Garvin wrote called The Preparedness Roadmap. <laughs> you did not know <laughs> I was going to go there, did you? It was just released about 30 days ago called The Preparedness Roadmap that I wrote. Any uh, other questions? Uh, <laughs> you're, it's almost like you're embarrassed because you did not know. No, I just gave you a perfect seven. <laughs> you, and I went with Anyways, it. <laughs> so if you were just starting the day, could you, within the next few weeks to few months, could you get to where you think you needed to be prepared-wise? Are you talking skills or supplies? We'll say supplies. Supply, yes. I mean, I mean, really, and we know this, and a lot of our listeners do. You can get for a thousand dollars. I can buy enough rice, beans, lentils, um, spices, salt, and sugar to last my family for a year. Okay. And but I but I got to have the knowledge to know what to buy and how to store it. But yes, precisely. Mm-hmm. But you would also say probably that you now is the time to do that. You need to be doing that now because that window, I think, mm -hmm. is closing. Yes. I mean, if someone were to ask me, like, I, you know, I love my truck. Mm -hmm. I'd bet my truck. But you did drive it today. I would bet my truck that you have less than a year. I, I have less than a year? I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Yeah. I read the letter from the doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think most people who they have not started, they have. I might even say probably like three months to really get their act mm -hmm. together. And you might think, okay, well, three months came and went, right. nothing happened. You, this is going to be your opportunity to get it done. Mm -hmm. Get out, get it done, start prepping, start learning things. Because the longer you procrastinate, Mm -hmm. the more likely it is something's going to happen and you're just going to be SOL. And so there's some good templates online, like things you need to buy bulk food and for one person for a year. And 
I have five family members. So when it says you need 400 or 200 pounds of rice per person per year, mm -hmm. um, you're always going to eat more than you think you're going to eat. And I think a lot of that comes down to, and I mean, and I know you can admit this. Mm -hmm. If you go to your bug out location, you can grow a garden here. I can't, can't. I can't, can't grow one. I live in the have. woods, the jungle. Yeah. So you can't replenish anything. Me, I can't. I, I do can't. have rabbits. You do. And they multiply a lot. <laughs> yeah. And see, this year, I mean, we'll see if it happens. Or not. I would like to try maybe fish, mm -hmm. rainbow trout specifically. Um, but then, you know, I have my chickens as well. And that's great for the eggs and everything. But meat-wise, what I have or what I buy in the future, that's mm -hmm. all I'm going to have. I'm not going to have them because I'm not going to eat my chickens when they're right. producing eggs. Um, and then I don't have, you know, the space where I can just go out and get two or three cows and then butcher them and freeze and all that fun stuff. So you need to be thinking about how to replenish food on a regular basis and how to actually garden properly. Because I know a lot of people out there, they say, I was listening to one podcast and it's like, well, you need X amount of hectare acres in order to grow this much and this much. But it's using traditional farming methods and just row planting. They're not actually doing anything where, you know, like companion gardening, like I've told you over the years, mm -hmm. there's, there's ways to grow different plants together that you actually have a much more abundant source. I know there's families out in California that do it, that, you know, they grow enough for restaurants and family and friends and they have enough food to eat you know, the entire year and they have a half acre. You see, that's where I think I have an advantage over you. Um, my, um, my rabbits produce all year long. I don't have to store food. I don't have to freeze yeah. food and protein are vegetables important. I don't know. I mean, maybe, um, but I have vegetables in buckets that are lasting me for 25 years and I've got four years worth of it. Yeah. Also, I can go get dandelions and, and edibles around oh, me. You're dandelions. Oh yeah. It's good for your kidneys. Like everything in a dandelion plant, dandelion tea. It, well, everything's edible in it and good for you. Yeah. And so, and that's just knowledge and skills. You, you got to learn on where to eat the plant. So I think I have an advantage over you. You do have eggs. That's a plus. But man can't live on eggs alone. No, but that's why I have a huge garden. Yeah, but that garden, what are you going to do in the winter? You better have a you better have a cellar. Well, like that's a, why I still have – I'm going to be getting grow lights. Uh -huh. so I can grow, grow okay, yes. year-round. And you can still, in North Carolina, you can still grow a lot of root vegetables. Mm-hmm. And greens so, throughout the winter. And also, when I when I go to my bug out retreat, I'm fortunate enough. I don't even have to grab my rabbits. We got rabbits up there, and but I will grab them, and my rabbits will multiply and always produce food. All we need is a possum about once a month, so we can get the grease and fat off a of possum. Because rabbits, you can actually die of just eating rabbits alone. Did you know that? Yes. And so I think that's why the guy that. You got them from. He said it wasn't because it was heart attack, but I think it's probably pretty likely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, um, so we're we're set to go, and then the, I'm not a big believer of growing anything the first year. I know you think you should just kind of hunker down and disappear. Hunker but, down and disappear because if someone finds that there's a garden, they know there's someone growing it, yeah. and there's resources they can come back and get. I think it depends on what's going on, but. It, We'll have to agree to disagree because mm -hmm. for me, I think the more people surround you, then the more likely it is that you're going to be 
overtaken. Right. Maybe yeah. You'll be tomorrow's supermarket. Yeah. Because once scarcity grows, you could have had an opportunity to build community and help out people little bit by little bit and build some security network around you. But then suddenly everyone's going to be like, Oh, there's food. And they're not going to listen to what you have to say. I don't think it's going to get that bad right now. And Biden, even Biden takes office. I think there's going to, I think he's going to come after more of our, our rights and our guns, which are the same kind of, but they're going to do like a tax stamp and for guns and, and ammo, they're going to put more controls over it. Which it'll bankrupt some Americans. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like, yeah, it's. I think they said it would be like thirty, so five billion or something like that. Would you right now, if you know Biden's taking office January twentieth, would you buy if you had two thousand dollars? <throat> would you buy food, or would you buy guns and ammo and protection supplies? Right now, I buy probably a twenty-two, mm-hmm. probably a pistol. So that'd be three, four hundred dollars max. Kind of like the one behind you. <laughs> yeah, I buy a few boxes of ammo, you know, um, and the rest I'd probably just spend on food. So you'd get at least a twenty-two pistol. I would get at least a. If you can, a thousand rounds or more of twenty-two. Yeah. Because I mean, it has gone up. It's probably seventy-five dollars to a hundred dollars now for a thousand. Wouldn't you think? I don't. I haven't bought. I did buy some twenty-two over there, but it's it's um subsonic. I was good on ammo before all this. Yeah. And I mean, you were too. You didn't really need it, greedy bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I got twelve rounds, man. Come on. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing right now is just having your food together and. Then figuring out your bug out plans if see, you need to leave. See, I would argue that I would tell someone to buy two thousand dollars worth of guns because that is going to cost more in six months, eight months to a year. I'm going to be honest, and this is why. This is why I got away from prepping for a good while and mm-hmm. contributing the way I used to. There are so many people out there that are gun preppers that I started hearing more and more. I don't need to buy that. I'll just come take yours. Right. And I'm just being blunt. I don't have that much faith in the average citizen today because I think whenever it comes to hearing, you know, little Jack or Josie say, Daddy, I'm hungry. Right. They're going to go and they're going to shoot you and take your food or they're going to go, you know, rob a place and they're not going to care because that's going to eat away at them. I'm not saying that that's. Not a horrible thing to live through, but I just, there's no really good, strong moral compass in America, grand scheme anymore. I do think that both of us, and even a lot of our friends, are well-balanced preppers. I'm not, you you know, I have a couple guns, and you have a couple guns. That's all we have is a couple guns. Mostly BB guns. Yes. But we don't overemphasize our guns and not and and neglect, you know, the rice and beans, the band aids, um, alternative energy. I mean, we I think we're pretty well rounded. Yeah, you know, there, there's something I'll say. Quick story. I used to know a guy years ago that was uh, French Foreign Legion, and he was very devout atheist. And he told me some of the things that he had witnessed when he was in Africa. And he said, "Well, where was your God?" And 
He went on and on about one of these atrocities he witnessed and how it made him feel inside. And I said, well, why would you ask where my God was? And you're the one who's saying that you were, you had those feelings and that instinct to do something about it. And so did the other guys you were with, but you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kind of equate it to a lot of preppers these days is you sit there and you have these, these feelings that's tugging inside your heart and it's saying, I should really do this or I should think about this. And you have that stress and you ask, well, well where's God? And that, that's what I kind of present to people. So if you have that now and you don't do anything, don't go to God later and say, oh, where are you? Oh, you, yeah. did, you didn't come to my rescue. You didn't tell me. He's been telling you for months, years, decades to do something to prepare for this. You've had all the signs. Yeah. Good uh, no, segue. No. Good segue to my first book. <laughs> because all my friends, I wrote this one called The Case for Christian Preparedness. This is a shameless plug. I wrote this because all my friends said, I'm going to just trust God. And I'm like, but you're going to be disobedient. I mean, you got to, you got to obey him if you're going to trust him too. And they're like, like Noah saying, you know, yeah, God's going to, the ark's going to drop from the sky. Yeah. God's going to take care of me when that flood comes. I mean, I know people will be like, oh, well, man, but that's, Mm -hmm. it's very different. But uh, yeah, so that was my first book. Now, any way you can get you a were, segment into my my the, second book? What, is that the one I refer to as toilet a toilet reader? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your plugs in there. Yeah, I didn't mean to. But I think I think that's the biggest thing right now is just I have to stress that you have to be prepping. You have to be. You have to have all your ducks in a row very, very, very soon if you don't already, and. If you know people in your life that they need to be prepping, you need to get on their ass about it because, quite frankly, those are the people who are going to be turning to you, mm-hmm. and your six month supply is going to turn into a six week supply really quick. Yep. So I tell you what, if people will go to, you know, well, we'll do this next time. Next next podcast, we'll give away one of my books, preferably the thicker one. Well, no, no, that's the one I just released. I can't give that one away. That thing is hot, man. It's, 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 it's. People are. I do, I do like that one. It's, it's a good book. You. That's the one you dedicated part well, to me, right? You, you no, I didn't know that. Let me that see. Was the, that, that was, was a, a, the first two books. One. I think you're, you're, you're in. Let's see if the second book you're in. Yes, by name. Yeah. And the first one. Let's see if I dedicate it or thank you. No, that's my family. Oh, but I do give you a shout out though. I think somewhere. Kyle isn't dead. Kyle is not dead. Let's see here. Um, no shout out. No, that's no. okay. That's okay. No. Mm-mm. There is a secret message in this book about you though. Oh really? There is. I haven't told you that. This is the first time. Is it where you get like one of those little graph things and it spells and it has like little slots and it spells out? You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. But there's two secret messages in my the preparedness roadmap, and um, one is refers to you, and the other one's your bug out location. No, the, yeah, <laughs> it's the secret code. Bye bye. The other one refers to Chin. Oh, I think you told me about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm still waiting for someone to find that. Or we'll put you in a book, right? Mm-hmm. So, but there's two secret code messages in the book. Um. So we've been going about an hour. I think that um, 
it's a good segue to kind of close things down. I think it is because here's the reality of it. Like there's either really no time left mm-hmm. going up on January 6th. Um, or there's a little bit of time left and we'll start talking about prepper basics. And I know you had an idea that we'll talk about a little bit more. Um, but I think, I think the biggest thing is people need to kind of start getting away from so much of these podcasters who are just going out there to get your view. Um, I know that some of these guys make money and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but right. if you're full of crap, just own it and chill out. You don't need to do a two hour video every day and keep repeating the same crap. And what we'll, we'll just probably focus more on getting back to basics and we'll get back to some basics, but we won't be, we won't be going over how to store rice. No, I think we'll probably talk. I was thinking about maybe putting together some stuff for like gray man and mm-hmm. going over that and then how to prepare your vehicle for fucking out. And then mm-hmm. I'm probably going to start doing and like a rig. I've just, you know, I've got some armored vests that, you know, just trying to figure it out and putting everything together. Maybe talk about some more advanced stuff. Yeah. I would which, say- which are, which is not really advanced. It's just that some people have never done that. I've never done really organized my own, you know, yeah. I would say I'll probably go back to my days many moons ago, back whenever, uh, and I don't, I don't think you ever watched them, but Mr. Lock and Load, whenever that was still like a really big thing. With I was just a child. You were just a child back then. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably go back to those days and pull some things together. And um, I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably start my own account, not on YouTube because they're YouTube, but probably Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Rumble. Yeah. But I'll probably just do some like quick, like right. five, 10, 15 minute videos on different things. Yep. And so, and we got, I mean, there's so many things we can cover that, that are, they're, they're, they're basic, but they're not, a lot of people don't cover. Here's, here's one gripe I have. And I am going to say this really bluntly. Okay. Is it going to hurt my feelings? No, 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 okay. no. It's actually because we are who we are and the things that we've done over the mm-hmm. years and we've done. The meetings, particularly with you, because I mean you're kind of like nationwide. You've put together groups across. Oh, the I'm country. big time. <laughs> you're major. <laughs> I'm just you're major. Yeah, what? but there are guys that we go to and we look to, like Scott Hunt. Scott mm-hmm. Hunt, for his advice, for his knowledge, hands down, I'm going to say he's he's the best whenever it comes to engineering and solar. And right. His yep. niche. Yep. Um, and then there's you know guys like uh, Ice Age Farmer that he contributes mm-hmm. his information. But there are a lot of people who are just now starting to prep, who are putting out videos on YouTube. They're full of crap. There's a lot of people who have this notion that I bought chickens and I got a gun and I have rice. And now, therefore, I know everything about prepping. Right. And they're still like, they're babes. And there's some that are out there that are just jerks. And you probably shouldn't listen to them anyway. Yeah. And some of them with false teaching, too. I mean, let's just be real. I'll, I'll call out the people in the Azores. Yeah. So those people, I just kind of want to see people. I'm not saying I'm trying to get more subscribers for us or anything like that, or we want to make we, our money. We need sure 1 million YouTube. subscribers. We need like 5 million to make this work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kind of want to see people get away from that because those, those really are false teachers and it's just nonsense. It's, going to lead you down a bad, like really bad mm-hmm. path and you're not going to be prepared. If you keep allowing especially the fear to overwhelm you and you're not focusing on right. the actions to get out of that. And I will also say this. If you're 
prepper or your your instructor that you're listening to on any of the, the YouTube or a podcast, if they don't talk about groups often, they're not in a group. And I say this all the time. This is the end. So we're only got the, the these are the dedicated people. If your instructor or guy you're listening to doesn't talk about groups a lot, he's not in a group. He's not real. Your most important prep is being a part of a group. Yeah, there's a lot of preppers who I, I used to refer to him as the paranoid prepper. Mm-hmm. That when the crap hits the fan, they're going to be the guy that has their house boarded up. They're going to be by themselves and die. Well, mm-hmm. no, they're probably going to be sitting outside or, or sitting inside with a window cracked open and picking off neighbors that are walking around trying to figure out what's going on because mm-hmm. they're freaking out. Yeah, They're going to be the last one you want to try. But you got to listen to people that are well-rounded and that believes that groups are the most important prep. And I strongly believe that. And... And I wrote a book. No, I didn't. <laughs> Shut up. I'm actually am yeah, writing a book on that with um, Charlie Hogwood. I'm happy you got in all these free plugs. Would you like to sell any legacy or I do, you know, Bump Sawyer? Dude, or, I didn't you know, even mean to. That was just that was, that was spontaneous. Okay, guys, you can find us at Prepping Academy. You can um, also, I mean, that's the best way to get in contact with us. PreppingAcademy.com. You can go in there. You can you can send a message to us. Um, you can connect to both of us there. Yeah, and he and he does check his emails. Even if he gets thirty thousand, they go straight to his Apple Watch now. So yeah. Can. And 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 if you if you you send one to Kyle, I, I send it to you all the time. Yes. Yes. Although the one who keeps calling me names and calling me skinny better stop. Uh, and the girl says, "Hey, big guy." Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's me until she mentions your name later in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. So find us on um, Prepping Academy and subscribe to this podcast and give us a five star because if you're at this point in this audio, you really like what we're saying. (laughs) Or you've been drinking heavily and it doesn't matter. Happy New Year. Or you just woke up. (laughs) So, hey, guys, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.